Welcome to Living Life. You know, today when uh, you really want uh, to uh, to uh, focus on a particular subject or uh, maybe at work you want to focus on a particular assignment, um, what you do is you kind of, you know, barricade yourself sometimes uh, into that, you know, into your particular your, your area, your desk, your cubicle, uh, and try to block out everybody else that keeps you from focusing and fixing your, your mind on what you have to get done. Um, it's not that you don't exist and continue to function, but it's just that your mind now becomes kind of a single mind, has a single minded purpose of accomplishing the task or the work in which you need to, uh, to get done. Uh, you know, in the same way, um, as we look to the passage, we're going to see that same kind of idea of single mindedness uh, about Jesus in terms of focusing on him and fixing our eyes on him. So let's just take a look at the passage right now and see what God is saying to us. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house, and we are His house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. So as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested and tried me, though for forty years they saw what I did. That is why I was angry with that generation. I said, their hearts are always going astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. Welcome back to Living Life. You know, as we serve God, one thing that we realize, no matter what capacity it's in, uh, even if you're an, a, a parking attendant or a preacher or you're someone who works in the kitchen, we're all servants of God. We may be at different places and we may function differently within the body of Christ, but we're all just servants of God. And our focus should be on Jesus Christ, 
who's the head of the body, who's the head of the church. You know, I'm reminded when I think about this, uh, this particular passage, because the essence of the passage talks about how Jesus is greater than Moses. Uh, there was a, there's a certain element of uh, people within the Israelite community that really esteemed Moses because Moses was a great leader, uh, prophet. He spoke from, uh, from God, the truth of God. Uh, but Moses would tell you if he stood in front of you that I'm just a servant. Um, uh, looking forward to what God was going to do through his son. I'm reminded of the transfiguration, a uh, passage in transfiguration when Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up to the Mount of Transfiguration and he's transfigured and his, his clothes were shining like white, uh, like lightning. And as they see Jesus uh, transfigured, they also see Elijah and Moses speaking to each other and then Jesus. And Peter, with his usual impetuous self, says, Should we not build a shelter? Um, for Jesus, for you, Jesus, and for Elijah and for Moses. And at that moment, God speaks from him. The Father speaks from heaven, and he says, This is my son, my beloved son, in whom I love, in whom I, I am well pleased. And then here's the key words he says, Listen to him. And as those Peter, James, and John are on their faces, and as Jesus goes and touches them and they get up, no one else is present. No, not Moses, not Elijah, but only Jesus, uh, because he's the one that we should be listening to. Now, it also reminds me of the scripture in Hebrews 1, uh, uh, Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 3, uh, which talks about in times past, God spoke to us through the prophets. Uh, he spoke to us in many different ways and at many different times. But in these days, he speaks to us through his son. Jesus Christ. And so really when we think of this passage, that's really what the, the writer of Hebrews is saying in this passage. We ought to fix our eyes on Jesus. We ought to fix in and focus on him. He is the author and the finisher and the perfecter of our faith. Now in, in this particular passage in terms of fixing our eyes on Jesus, he's called an apostle and he's called a mediator or intercessor. Now apostle meaning one who was sent and we know Jesus was sent from heaven on a mission from God to rescue humanity. We also know that he's a mediator. He intercedes for us uh, and he interceded from heaven. And he, and he always lives, the Bible says, he ever lives to make intercession for us as he stands at the right hand of God. Wow. And when you think of Jesus, Jesus, and when we compare Jesus to Moses or compare Jesus to any other great figure, biblical figure, we and everyone else would tell you those other figures would just tell you we're just servants. Jesus is a son, though, and the writer of Hebrews is trying to make this point. He says that the house, the house of God has servants, and Moses was, one of, was a faithful servant in the house of God, but he was not the son who is over the house forever. We become sons and daughters of God when we are adopted into God by believing the truth of Jesus Christ. But Jesus was a son uh, over the house of God forever. Also, because of that, Jesus' word is final. He has the final word because he is the son 
of God. Not only was his, is his word final because the word, he is the final revelation of God in what he says and what he, what he did, but we also see that his sacrifice for humanity was all sufficient. It was a perfect sacrifice. Nothing else needs to be done. Not Jesus plus works, not Jesus plus the law, but Jesus alone. Jesus came full of grace and truth. Moses came through the law. And Jesus, as we know, by introducing grace to us, is greater and more sufficient. We stand in his perfect grace today. Today can be your day to know him in that way. What about you today? Is Jesus the last word in your life? Is his death sufficient for you? You can only know that if you have come to know him. I pray today, before this broadcast is over, that you will come to know him and know that he is the final word in your life. And that his death was not just sufficient for other people, but it was sufficient for you. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for this time, this opportunity. We thank you for your word. Uh, we thank you for the revelation of your word, the truth of your word, the power of your word, Lord. I pray this power upon those who are listening that they might turn to you and know you for the first time today and others who do know you, that they may draw closer to you and stand in your truth firmly as they walk with you. We pray all of this in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. For a